From Lakeley, it's how I got here. The stories behind the youth, high school, college, and professional sports journey, where it leads, and what we learn along the way. I'm Corey Koski, and on today's show, uh, I'm going to talk about the comeback from my concussion. This is how I got here. All right, so I'm going to pick it up. Kind of, you've got you guys heard my story about kind of dealing with the concussion, all the side effects of the concussion. I I really glanced over kind of my comeback from the concussion, uh, but I think it's time for me to kind of talk about the actual steps I took coming back from my concussion in a little more detail. Uh, so kids out there and people who are coming back from concussions, any sort of injuries, can see can find some support knowing that hey man, it's hard and. Um, it, it, we're all going to have to deal with uh, our heart being broken, uh, and it's about being uh, coming back from that. So I got clearance. So I got clearance to go back and try to play baseball. So now what do I do? Uh, I'm up here in Minnesota, and it is January, and I want to go play baseball again, so there's nowhere to play. So I reached out to the University of Minnesota and talked to John Anderson, and uh John was absolutely phenomenal. He said, Corey, whatever we can do to help you get ready to play. Um, and so they started to do some, they were playing in the metronome, and they were starting to have kind of scrimmages. And after, um, so I went and got some live at-bats over there. And so, um, we, you know, it was, it was bad. <laughs> I don't think I got a, I got a hit uh, off of their guys. And I was like, great this is not going to be good I might might as well pack in pack it in now because I can't even hit off of these guys and uh and these guys are just warming up but I decided to keep on going and so the next thing I did is like you know what I need to go down to Florida if I'm going to play baseball again I need to go down to Florida because I want to play for Team Canada so I reached out to Team Canada and said hey you know what I'm feeling better I want to play in the World Cup for Team Canada and I was kind of surprised about the response that I got back from Team Canada. I don't know if it was ego. I don't know if it was pride. But I'm thinking, you know, these guys are going to walk me with open arms. But the first thing that Greg Hamilton said to me was, Corey, you haven't played baseball for over two years. Um, I don't know if we have a spot on our team for you. And so I was kind of taken back a little bit. And I'm thinking, okay, did something happen with Team Canada over the last two years that I'm missing because are they that deep in talent that I can't crack the roster uh, for Team Canada? And I'm like, you know, Greg, I was a little confused. You know, I think I said, you know, Greg, I'm a little confused by this. You know, I, I can hit, and, uh, you know, all I need is to get some at-bats, and I'm fully confident that I will be back able to hit and be able to contribute uh, for for Team Canada. And so we had a little back and forth and he wasn't um, he wasn't sold and he he wasn't he wasn't too encouraging hearing this hearing this that I might not have a chance to play for Team Canada. And so I'm like I need to get down to Florida. I need to get some major league bats. I need to show these guys that I can hit at a major league level again. And so I go down to Florida, and I go work out at uh, Fort Myers before the pitchers and catchers reported uh, at the Twin Stadium. And I heard Bernie Williams is kind of working out with the Yankees, and the Yankees 
welcome them with open arms saying, hey, you could work out and prepare and get ready for uh, play for Puerto Rico. And so I'm thinking, you know what, I'm just going to go to the Twins. The Twins are going to let me train with him, and I'm going to be ready, and then I'm going to go and play for Team Canada and then hopefully sign with somebody. And so that was kind of what I was thinking. So Billy Smith uh, and the Twins kind of, this is when Billy Smith was, was a GM at the time. And I got a great relationship with the Twins. I, you know, I played with the Twins for, gosh, what is it, you know, 11, 12 years uh, through the minor leagues and through the big leagues. And so I know all these guys. So this was my plan. And spring training opens up, uh, so I can't work on the backfields anymore. So I go up to get a, have a meeting with uh, Billy Smith in his office. And I say, hey, Billy, really looking forward to um, getting back to baseball, and I want to play for Team Canada. Can I use your facility, and can I train with you guys to prepare for Team Canada? And... Billy Smith says, uh, Corey, I'm sorry, we just can't do that. And I was I, I was taken back again. I'm like, uh, what do you mean you can't do that? Nah, Corey, we just we just can't do it do that. And so I didn't know what to say. Uh, my my whole plan is <laughs> this blew up in my face and I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to play major league baseball again. I'm not even gonna try to try to play Major League Baseball again. I'm not going to be able to play Major League Baseball again. And so uh, now I'm sitting here. I'm like, what do I do now? So I left Billy Smith's office, and I broke down. It just, I just felt like I broke up with my girlfriend um, <laughs> because the, this is a team that I had the longest relationship with, and I thought that I'd be able to work out with them, and they would help me get to where I needed to get to, and they told me no. And um, I had no idea where I'm going to turn. And so I called my agent, and I said, Twins aren't going to let me work out with them. And so my agent was like, what? I said, yep, uh, I can't work out. Is there anywhere that I can work out? Um, and so day one passed, and I couldn't, uh, couldn't work out with the team. But Billy did let me go on the minor league field way in the back corner. Uh, but I couldn't be anywhere near the near, near the major league team to face kind of live pitching. And so three days passed, and I got a phone call, and the Pittsburgh Pirates were going to let me work out with them, and the Blue Jays um, were going to let me work out with them, and there was one other team that was going to let me work out with them. And so I didn't want to go work out with these these guys because, you know, the Twins are who I knew and is who I was comfortable with. And I, was, I knew kind of their routine, and all I wanted to do was face some live pitching. So I went back up to Billy's office, and I said, Billy, I'm like, I'm at my end's rope here. I have no idea, no idea where to turn. The Pirates said that they will allow me to work out with their major league team to get ready for, for the World uh, Baseball Classic. The Blue Jays uh, said that they, they would let me. You guys, I have the longest relationship with you guys, and I want to work out here. And I don't know what it's going to look like if I'm here, then I go to Pittsburgh and work out with them. There's going to be a lot of questions asked. I said, all I want to do is go in the back room and just face some live pitching. That's all I want to do. I'll, I'll stay at everybody's way. Just send me in the backfield and let me face some live pitching. And then Billy said, okay. 
And um, so I went in the back, and I faced some live pitching, and I was raking, and it felt great. And during that time, I, I was in contact with Team Canada, and Team Canada was still very hesitant to, to put me on the roster. And then it took a phone call from Justin Renault to tell, tell Greg Halbert, say, hey, you know what? Corey's down here, and he's raking. He'll be able to help us. He looks good. And then, um, and during that time, I got a phone call from the Cubs also, and the Cubs offered me a minor league deal with an invite to major league, to big league spring training. So now I'm kind of stuck in stuck in the middle. I said, Do I go to the World Baseball Classic because the team doesn't seem that my my country <laughs> team doesn't seem like they want me, or do I just go to the Cubs? And so I talked to Ernie Witt, who was the manager, and Greg Hamilton, kind of told them what I had going. And they told me that they're going to take the best 25 guys up to Toronto. And they're going to have the best nine guys on the field to give them the best chance to win. And I asked if I had a chance to crack that lineup. And they said, absolutely. And I said, that's all I need is a chance. And as long as you tell me I have a chance to, to crack that lineup and get some at-bats to kind of help you guys win, that's all I need. So back up to... Billy Smith, in defense to Billy Smith at the time. Uh, after, this is after I, I signed with the Blue Jays and I was with the Brewers, so I wasn't with the Twins for three years. And since uh, the Twins didn't sign me, they got a lot of heat uh, for that. And they were, and there was a revolving door at third base, and they were trying to sign Joe Creedy. And so it wouldn't look good for. Uh, it'd be kind of difficult for Joe uh, to deal with all the media. Uh, if I'm in camp with them and all the questions. And so there's me and Joe. So, you know, Billy was looking out for Joe and to make sure that he felt comfortable coming into camp because it would have been really uncomfortable for him. And, you know, I look back now and then uh, even after, you know, I went up to Dunedin to train with Team Canada, you know, kind of I kind of realized that. And so I wasn't mad at Billy at all. And uh, I was kind of frustrated with myself because I didn't realize the position I put him in. Uh, and But to his credit, he gave me the opportunity to go in the backfield and face some live pitching. And I was with TK, and I was comfortable, and it just, you know, so it, it ended up working out in the end. So now I go to Team Canada. And so now I play, and now I'm with Team Canada, and my first game back, uh, I get my first at-bats with Team Canada, and we're playing against the Blue Jays. And I was like four for five with three doubles. And this is the first time I played baseball in two and a half years. And I slid into second a couple times, and I was exhausted. After that game, I was actually, my legs were burning, my back was sore. You know, I'm, what, 35 at the time? And it was, my, <laughs> it was exhausting for me. And playing in that Florida, Florida sun, it warm. And then the next day, we went and had an off day, and we played ball hockey and I dominated ball hockey you can tell Justin dominated them I dominated all the you know and so um everybody else will probably tell you a different story but it was the Corey Kosky show believe me I dominated Justin I dominated Jason Bay dominated all the guys Dempsey you can you can ask him about it It was total domination the 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 Manitoba flash dominated ball hockey and you know, just a lot of bitter a lot of bitter bc boys a lot of bitter ontario boys because we play a little different style of hockey in manitoba and it's the right way to play so we go on to the next game and i didn't i started and it was against the phillies 
And so I, I had a, a couple of bats and I hit two absolute missiles. And then um, I was pulled after. He said, Corey, you know what? Let's take a little break. You know, you, have, you had a couple good games. We'll get, take a little break. I'm like, okay. And I did, and, you know, and I did say, hey, you know what? I've been playing a lot here. I want to make sure that I'm ready for going up to Toronto. And, you know, I'm getting a little sore here. So give me, can you give somebody some at-bats? Um, and they brought somebody else in, and he had a couple bats. Uh, and the next game, I didn't start. And we're playing against the Yankees. And they started, oh, I can't remember who they started. Some kid at a double A uh, for the A's. And I'm like, okay, interesting. And this was the last game before we went up to Toronto. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's, I'll, get, I'll get the pinch hit here. So I pinch hit, and I hit a line drive to left field, squared it up. So basically every at-bat I had uh, for Team Canada in our prep games, I, I hit the ball hard. So I'm thinking I got a pretty good chance to start our first game up in Toronto. And I get there the first day, and I'm not starting. I'm like, okay, well, interesting, but it's their deal, okay? And then we play the second game, and we're not starting. I know I'm not starting. We're playing against Team USA. I'm like, okay, you know what? I get it. I'm not going to start. They're, you know, they're putting these other kids, and there's a bunch of minor leaguers that are playing and I was like, and so I'm now, now I'm frustrated because I think I should play. And so we get in the situation at, um, I don't know, it was late in the game. Um, we're playing against Team USA. We have bases loaded. And Jake Peavy's on the mound. And the stadium is full. Sky Dome, Sky Dome is full. And so when I was younger, when I first started with the Twins, I used to pinch hit a lot so I could know the situations. And I learned how to be prepared for pitch hitting. I'd, I'd go to the lineup. I'd look for my spot to where I'm going to pitch hit. And I found my spot that I was going to pinch hit. I felt that was my best opportunity to pinch hit. And it was this kid, this double-A kid from, oh gosh, I, I can't remember his name. Uh, but I'm like, you know what, if we get in a situation here, uh, I'm going to pinch in for this guy. And I kind of talked to Greg and Ernie about this. And Ernie and Greg loved this kid because this guy played on the national team before and he had all this great success playing at the Olympics. And he helped win a game and blah, 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 blah. And I told him, I'm like, that's great, but, I, but we're going to face Jake Peavy and there's going to be 45,000 fans in the Sky Dome it's a little different than facing a guy who's never played in the big leagues at Olympic event. Completely different. So, but I thought I'm going to have an opportunity to play here. And we get in there, we get in the situation. And like I said before, it was bases loaded, one out, and this kid's up. So I'm ready to hit. I'm like, this is my, this is my time to get in. What a great way. And it was late in the game, and we're, we were down by one run, and I'm like, I'm going to have an opportunity to drive in some runs. And I hit Jake Peavy well. And so they sent him up. And now I was frustrated as heck because I'm like, if I'm going to get in, this is the time I'm going to get in. Well, the kid hit a two-hopper back to Jake Peavy. Uh, Jake Peavy throws to home, and then he throws to first. And they get out of the inning, and we end up losing to Team USA. 
Uh, and the next day we play against Italy and we lose. So we go 0-3 on home soil in Canada at Toronto. Uh, and I was the only guy who did not touch an inning on the field. And it was embarrassing. And I'm like, I can't... I was frustrated. I was embarrassed. And I'm like, this is kind of what has come down to where I got guys who never t- played a ball uh, playing over me. But, uh, you know, as I look back now, was, the mistake I probably made was at the when we were playing against the Phillies and I, uh, and it was a seventh inning and I asked to come out. Um, and you know, it could have been pride. It could have been whatever, but I thought that I showed them what I needed to do to say, look, this guy's ready to play because I was smoking everything, but there's probably there, there's not probably, there is another, uh, there is a story on the other side and they had their reasons for not playing me. And you know what? It is what it is. Um, you know, and they came to me after and they apologized to me. Um, but I was, I was frustrated because I'm like, you know, there's all these guys who sacrificed a chance to make a major league team to come and play for your your country. And did we give them the best chance to win? Well, you know, the, the battler in me says, I would have liked to come in. I would have liked to hit, I would have liked to have been in a lineup. And I think we could, with me in a lineup, we would have a better chance to win, but whatever. Uh, so we go on, I go and play Cubs. (laughs) I get to, Phoenix and I'm in the Lou Pinelli plays me in the first game and and we're playing against the Dodgers and I get my first at bat and I hit a there's a runner on second and I hit a bomb off the center field wall and I come back and Lou Pinelli was all excited he's like why didn't they play you and I'm like I have no idea and that was my last hit in a major league uh, uniform I played two more games um, and I, w- I hit, I felt great and I just didn't get any hits. And that's when I decided to retire. So what did I learn on my comeback trail? I learned that there's a lot of stuff that I took for granted. And I learned that no matter how hard I wanted to, I can't influence people's decisions. And I also learned that there's also... <laughs> more than meets the eye. And so, um, you know, as I look back at that time, it was tough. It was really difficult. And, you know, the twins, the twins deal really, really hurt my feelings the first time through. But I put Billy in a really tough situation because as I shared earlier, and then they come back, um, but the thing with it, I could have quit. I could have went home with my tail between the legs. I could have been bitter. I could have been mad at Billy. But I went back to him. And the second time I went back with him, back to him, I went back to him at a point of basically weakness. The first time, I think I had a little bit of an ego there, saying, hey, this is how I want this thing to play out. The second time, I came back with an open heart. I'm like, brother, you got to help me out here. Like, I love the guys. I love the twins. I love everything about you. I just... I really need help. And he helped me. And then when I went to Team Canada, my pride was hurt, and I was embarrassed. I went up to, the, went up to my home country, and I wanted to show and do something special because I was with the Blue Jays for a year, and I embarrassed myself up there. So I was excited to go and do something up there, and I felt great. And... It didn't happen. 
So I was frustrated and I was upset about that. And so I ended up having a little bit of a chip on my shoulder going down to the plane for the Cubs. And I realized, and the Cubs, like I said in my earlier podcast, they are phenomenal and they helped knock that chip off my shoulder. And I realized, you know what, maybe it was for the best. You know, maybe if I would have went there, I would have played, I would have got hurt again. I don't know what was going to happen, but I didn't play for Team Canada for a reason. And it's not Greg Hamilton's fault. It's not Ernie Witt's fault. They had pressures from outside. They made promises to organizations. And they did the best they could with the, with the cards that they were dealt. So it wasn't their fault. And so I was able to kind of move on and from that. And then I was in the outfield with, uh, I, you know, I can't remember. It was a young cat, and he was talking about this and that and talking about all his, you know, his agent this and his agent that, and he should be doing this and he should be doing this. And I'm like, I do not want to be like this guy because I'm on the tail end of my career. I've had a great career, and I've worked super hard to get to where I got. And I'm feeling good, and, and I'm in a good place. I need to turn the page. I spent two years at home with my family. I got to play with my kids I got to, during the summer. I got to go to the lake during the summer. I started to develop some pretty deep friendships with my neighbors and with people in the community. And I didn't want to give that up to play baseball again. And so the greatest learning thing that I had through all this stuff is that everything I worked for and I made a lot of money playing a game that I love, it was not worth sacrificing the relationships that I built and the relationships that I was able to develop with my friends and being there for my kids, coaching my kids, being there for my wife, and I, had a lo- I experienced a lot of stuff that I would not have been able to experience if I was playing baseball. And for that, I am thankful. Hey, thanks for listening to the show today. If you like this show or any other of our shows, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you want to read stories written by our guests, you can do that on www.linkly.com. Don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter so you don't miss any of these stories. Make sure to check out our social pages. We have them all. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have any suggestions for our show, please write us on Facebook. I'm Corey Kosky, and you've been listening to How I Got Here from Linkly. Special thanks to Wade Beavers and our friends at the restaurant Agriculture.